You're listening to the Magnetic Boss Podcast, where badass entrepreneurs come together to share authentic conversations. We're ditching the cookie cutter approach to building a business and valuing collaboration over competition. I'm your host, Calandra Martin, boy mom, coffee obsessed coach, speaker, and leader. I help women radiate their brilliance in the online space and create magnetic brands. We are here to have fun, do work we love, and enjoy the ride. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to the Magnetic Boss Podcast. Today, I am joined by Kelly Dawn. Kelly is a witch and intuitive business coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. She helps women awaken and activate their inner witch energy so they can reach their next level in business using her unique process of vision, strategy, mindset, and magic. Welcome, Kelly. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, so I want to dive right in with you. I have so many questions that I want to cover today, but I'd love for you to share with our listeners who you are, a little bit about what you do and how you got to where you are. Yeah, absolutely. So I am an intuitive coach and mentor, and I work with women, mainly spiritual entrepreneurs, but the women who feel really drawn to witchcraft. So a lot of them, they feel like maybe they were a witch in a past life. A lot of them are just really drawn to the archetype and some are actually practicing witches in this lifetime, but those are the main women that resonate with me. And in my own spiritual journey, I started practicing witchcraft as a kid and I I went on a bunch of different paths. I went down a lot of different roads and I came back to it. And when I came back to it, as I got older, I realized how empowering it was to, to have this as a spiritual practice. And it changed everything in my life. Like before I got into coaching, before I really got into witchcraft, I felt like I was just being carried through life, like on a whim. And I always felt really trapped and really stuck in my job and in different situations. And I was just in total victim mode. And when I started connecting with my own inner witch, that's when things shifted. And that's when I really started owning my power and just showing up in my business as as myself and just being okay with it. And so what I do with my work now, it's mainly centered around like mindset and energetics for entrepreneurs, but so much of it has to do with helping women connect more deeply with their intuition and work with the universe beyond like the 3D way that they might be doing things in their business already. So I'm all for having a solid strategy and doing that kind of work, but there's so much available to us in the spirit realm that we can tap into as entrepreneurs. And even if we don't have a business, just to manifest new experiences that we want in our life in general. Mm, I love that so much. I want to know more about your childhood and kind of where the witch practices came in, what that looked like. What did that look like for you? Yeah. So I was always a really spiritual kid and I was raised in a fairly open family. Like we weren't a religious household at all, but Christianity was all I really knew. I didn't really understand other religions or other spiritual paths out there, but my mom was so cool. Like we had like seances when I was little and I didn't participate in them because I was too young, but she was always into like that, that kind of stuff. Like, and she got into like crystals. Like I remember doing a, a school project on crystals back when I was like, I think nine years old. So that kind of stuff was always around. And it was around the age of 14 where I was just craving this really deep connection with the universe. And at the time I 
I knew the universe as God. So that was the terminology I used. And I thought like, what can I do where I could just spend all day connected to God? And at that age, I was like, I could totally be a nun. I could just be a nun all day and I could talk to God all day. And that was like where my mind went. But then even at that age, I, I knew that wasn't really the path for me. But um, at the time, I also lived out in the country. We had this beautiful property. It was 11 acres and it was forest and there was a pond. And it was like the most magical setting you can imagine for a kid to be in. And what I ended up doing was just spending a lot of time just out in the woods by myself. And I would go, um, there's this one rock that I would go and sit on this huge rock down by our pond. And I would just sit and I would just listen. And I would talk to the animals and I would talk to nature. And that's when I started thinking like, okay, so maybe like the rest of the world around me is kind of like a Live, And I also had this thing where like, I was a little kid with a very vivid imagination. And even at the age of 14, I felt like life was like a Disney movie, like with the little animals <laughs> talking to me and stuff. Yeah. So I was like right off in like that world. Um, and I had been interested in things like divination and fortune telling for a while. Again, I was always drawn to, um, to magical stuff. And I'm I'm 40, I was going to say, how old am I now? I'm 42 now. So back then, it, even in my younger years, we had shows like Gummy Bears and She-Ra and very magical shows that I grew up with. And so I always felt connected to that. So I got into to divination and fortune telling and things like that, thinking it would just add a little mystery to my life. And it was in one of those books that I came across Wicca. And that's, even though I don't practice Wicca now, that was like the the thing that got me into witchcraft. And it's basically a nature-based religion. And I could really wrap my head around it. And at the time, it felt really good. So that was like the, the gateway into witchcraft was through Wicca. And what I started doing was just like, just feeling more connected to nature, feeling more connected to the universe. And I would do spells and things like that. And even with that, though, what I noticed is like the religious aspect of it didn't really fit right. But that was the thing that definitely got me into the practice back as a kid. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that it was kind of a journey of you trusting your intuition all along and not putting yourself in a box of, you know, this is the path that I'm supposed to follow. These are the practices that I'm supposed to follow and kind of just creating your own rule book for it. Yeah. And what I found is that I, when I did do that, because there were times on my spiritual journey when I really tried to focus in because I thought that was going to like help me reach whatever I was trying to reach faster and easier. And I spent time in Christian churches as in my early twenties. And I was given this message of like, you just stay the course, you just stay on track, and then you're going to have the connection that you want. Then everything's going to happen. And I also did that with witchcraft as well in my earlier days with Wicca. Like I would go through the motions and do the rituals and I found everything just felt so stale and I felt so trapped and stuck. And it took me a while to break free from that mold of like knowing it's okay to do your own thing, even with your spiritual practice. Like it might've worked for other people to do the straight and narrow thing, but it doesn't have to be your path. But that was a struggle. Like learning how to trust my intuition all the time was really something I had to work at. So I had like these moments of complete clarity and knowing what felt right and following that intuitive, that intuitive nudge and having been led in the right direction. But then I would not trust myself. So I was really learned over time to just like, just let it be, just trust, trust, trust as much as possible. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I think that it's so interesting because it overlaps so much with business and entrepreneurship where I see so many people trying to force a certain strategy or a certain approach because they see somebody else doing it, or they think it's the one and only way. And just as in, you know, your spiritual practices and everything else in your life, there is no 
you know, roadmap. And it's really up to us to learn how to trust that intuition and lean on our own inner knowing to create that next step. And also knowing that there's no sense of, you know, you've arrived or you've achieved the end goal because it's like a constant evolution. Um, so I love that that overlaps when it comes to your intuition and using that in business, what does that look like for you and how do you help your clients with this? Yeah, it goes into all areas. So everything from content creation and the offers that you're creating to how you're marketing your business. Because like you said, like there's there's different strategies out there and they're going to work if it's in alignment for you. But if you're working against your intuition and you're putting things out there like certain types of content or certain offers that don't really feel aligned for you and you're being led in a different direction, but you're afraid to move there because like you're afraid of what people will think or anything like that it's not going to create the result that you want. So it comes from, it comes from just being led on the daily um, as far as what you're doing in your business. But then so much of it has to do with where you're being led outside of your work as well, because we can't just be like, we're not just in front of our laptop all day, like little robots, right? So it's like, where's your intuition leading you when you're not working with clients? Like, are you meant to have a bath right now? Are you meant to go for a walk? Are you meant to like, just chill out and read a book and just allowing yourself to be led through those things that they might seem like the little things, but you never know where it's going to lead you. Like you might read a book, you might be led by your intuition to read a certain book and you might read one sentence in that book that changes like something massively for you. So it's just answering that call and constantly being led by that inner voice. Yeah, I think that's so important. And it's something, it's a skill that is learned, I think, with a lot of entrepreneurs, but just in general, you know, know, learning how to trust yourself and make decisions based on what feels good is something that I think as a society, we're not taught to do that. And we're also taught to kind of suppress that. Um, And it's so, so eye-opening, I think, when we're able to do that. Did you have a moment in your business in particular that you can think of that was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) this is like the game changer. This is the pivotal moment. This is, you know, I'm trusting my intuition here and it opened up doors for you. Did you have kind of an aha moment with that at one point? I definitely did. Um, Yeah, I probably had a few, but the one that's coming to mind is back... Uh, it was about two years ago. And earlier on in my business, I was openly talking about witchcraft and magic. And then I went through this phase where it didn't really feel aligned. And I think a big part of that had to do with me worrying that people weren't going to take me seriously or that people were going to think I was like evil or something like that in the coaching space. Mm-hmm. And so I backed away from it. And then I ended up coming back into it. And I remember I had a reading from a woman and she's like, you really need to dive deeper into this. And I'm like, okay, this feels like the right direction. I got the confirmation in the reading. And then right around that time, I got the nudge to go to New Orleans. And I'm not much of a traveler. Like I'm a huge homebody. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But the pull I felt to go to that city was like so strong. Like I'm getting chills right now, even as I'm talking about it. (laughs) And so um, immediately that like it happened that night, I got the pull, I got the nudge. The next day I called the dog um, border to make sure that he could take my dog during the the time that I wanted to travel. And I got a yes from him, got the cat sitter lined up and I had my ticket booked the next day. And I went to New Orleans and I felt like that shifted everything because that just confirmed everything that I had been feeling around what I was supposed to be doing in my business on my path as a witch, as a coach and how I was meant to blend everything together. So that was like the biggest like nudge when I followed it. 
everything changed after that. Like I started my own podcast, my community grew, my audience grew, my business shifted and everything has just been like amazing ever since. Oh my gosh, that's such a great story. And it's so interesting to look back on moments like that and realize how everything is really working for you. Like, oh, the dog order could take your dog at that exact time. And like everything just lined up. (laughs) How, you know, crazy is that? And then to see where it has led you along the path. Do you have any advice or insight for somebody who is maybe a little woo, a little witchy and has gifts to share, but feels that reservation of talking about it online, feeling that self-doubt, that fear of what people might think? What did that process look like for you? And how do you kind of move people through opening up to share more authentically about who they really are? Yeah. So with this, I find it's really like just ripping off a bandaid and going for it and knowing that there are going to be some people who don't get it or who don't like it and who might make comments who might like, I got private messages from like family and friends who are like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> doing my thing. I'm fine. Like Just knowing that it's okay. Like when you step out, like even using the word, witch, that is a heavy word for a lot of people and it can trigger a lot of people and make a lot of people really uncomfortable. That's part of the fun, I think personally, but just knowing that when you're allowing yourself to just fully step into your gifts and just own the fact that you can do some really amazing stuff, like whether you're an intuitive, whether you're a coach, whether you're a teacher, whatever it is that you're doing, those gifts are meant for you. Otherwise you wouldn't have them and somebody needs them. Otherwise you wouldn't have the call to express them if there wasn't someone on the other end who you can serve with them. And so it's really looking at that bigger picture and focusing on the people that you're here to serve and knowing that the comments, the the messages that you might receive that maybe might be hurtful or whatever, like that's just part of it. And it's okay. Like everyone's allowed to feel and think whatever they want to think, but it doesn't have to affect us in the work that we're doing. Yeah, I think that's so important and really remembering, you know, somebody's response to something you post or something you say or do is never actually a reflection of you. It's more so a reflection of them and potentially work that they need to be focusing on or desire to be focusing on. So I think that keeping all of that in mind and then, like you said, taking that action and just kind of pulling the, ripping the bandaid off is ultimately the only way for any of us to grow and open ourselves up to new possibilities. Do you have specific practices that you use or rituals that you do in your business that kind of help you and support you in moving forward and sharing your work and reaching the people that you need to reach? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing I do uh, pretty much daily is I will sit with my spirit guides. I do this thing where I like I cast an energetic circle um, and I balance my elements every single day. And I just find that puts me in a really good space in my business. Like it just helps me get really focused and grounded. And I'll do that every day. And then as part of that morning ritual where I'm connecting with my guides, I do a meditation and I usually channel messages. And some of the messages will turn into social media posts, but a lot of them are just messages that are meant for me and where I'm supposed to be led that day. So it could be bigger things like, oh, this is your next offering. Here are the details and I'll channel that out. And other times it's almost like, like little pep talks from my spirit guides that I get, or if I'm feeling challenged around something or if there's something that I'm feeling drawn to, but I'm having some reservations about, I'll either connect with my guides or I'll also pull cards. I do tarot and Norman readings. And so I'll just pull cards for myself to get confirmation and guidance. But I use those spiritual practices in in my business all the way because I 
I don't feel there's a, like a separation. Like we have access to that information. So I just weave it into everything I'm doing in my business from like content creation to like, does it feel in alignment to hire this coach right now? Like it feels like a yes, but it feels scary. And if I get like a yes in a reading that I do or from a message from my spirit guides, I move forward with it. And just knowing and trusting that it's the right thing. Yeah, I think that that is so so supportive to have those tools and modalities and practices that are really, you know, helping you make decisions in your business and in your life where you kind of don't feel like you're completely alone in the process. I, I hear from so many women that entrepreneurship can feel so lonely or so daunting and overwhelming. And I think when we can lean on things that support us in those ways, it's really, really powerful. Um, a question that I know will come up from our listeners that maybe haven't practiced trusting their intuition or don't know how to do that would be, how do you know? How do you know when to trust your intuition or if that's even you know the direction you should go in? Do you have any tips for our listeners around that? Yeah, for sure. So the biggest thing would be just follow the nudges when it comes to the smaller things. So if you're walking to your favorite coffee shop and you're getting a nudge to go on a different street and take a different route than you normally do, just follow that nudge. And it's not about like looking for massive signs that are along the way, but it's just getting in the habit of listening to your gut. And what you'll notice is the more you do this with smaller things, the more you'll get into the feeling of when your intuition is like, when it's like a yes for you, right? Because sometimes you might be doing this and you're like, oh, I'm getting a nudge, but I don't really understand if it's the right way for me or not. Well, just, just notice the feeling, just notice what's coming up, pay attention to different things that you're seeing, different things that you're feeling and just get in the habit of doing what you feel led to do intuitively. So it could be having like a cup of tea in the morning instead of a coffee or, you know, having like... I don't know, a different thing for lunch than you normally eat. And just being okay with being led without overthinking things because I think that's where most of us, like most of us who are raised like in our Western world, like we overthink things like crazy. And so it's just letting go of that need to constantly be like super logical and just be like, no, I just felt like having a bath at two in the afternoon because that's what I felt <laughs> like doing, right? And just like, just noticing how you're feeling as you go through your day being led like that because... I've just found it to be so liberating. Like I, I come from a background where everything was really structured. I come from a very male dominated masculine industry and being able to just go with the flow has been like a practice for me. But the more I let go and the, the more I allow my intuition to lead me, I find like the happier I am. Like I'm doing things that are just like fun and that light me up. Totally. I think I personally went through this process of learning how to trust my intuition in the beginning of starting my business, especially at the same time as becoming a mom. It was like, you know, you're constantly weighing the decision of what should I do right now? Should I take a nap while the baby's sleeping or should I be working? And one of the things that I remember very vividly learning how to do was just getting myself ready in the morning and making the decision of what am I going to wear today? Does this make me feel good or does it not? And that then kind of creates a ripple effect of every decision that you make in your day, which really, as you said, opens up kind of that playfulness in the day to day for sure. Do you have anything that your list, our listeners can tune in on to learn more about these practices and these, uh, I want to call them strategies almost for business for you to be able to kind of hone in on your intuition, learn how to use magic in your business. Do you have things that our listeners can kind of take next steps on? 
Um, yeah, I have a podcast actually that has a ton of information on this stuff and it weaves magic and business together. It's called Awaken Your Inner Witch and they're fairly like short episodes, but I make them super actionable so people can walk away and actually like put things into, into motion that day. Amazing. Yeah. I think, you know, this conversation is so, it always piques curiosity. I know that this is something that I went through when I started exploring spirituality was, you know, you feel inundated sometimes with the information and the overwhelm of what you don't know. So kind of taking those baby steps and learning things a little bit at a time. And again, like trusting your intuition as you are learning what is calling you and gaining your interest. So I love that you have the podcast for um, people to be listening in on and getting that support with. I would love for you to also share before we wrap up our conversation today where people can find you otherwise outside of your podcast. And I know that you have a really incredible mastermind that just launched as well. Yeah. So the best place to find me is over on Instagram at I am Kelly Dawn. I love it over there. I'm on my stories all day. It's like my favorite place to hang out. And other place would be the Facebook group, which is called the witch revolution. So those are my two spots that I hang out the most in online And then, yeah, the mastermind that's kicking off on the 20th of October, and it's a super small group. There's only going to be five people in it. And that's really for women who want to rise to their next level in business, but they want to do it in a way that feels in alignment, that feels magical, (laughs) that feels like full of flow and ease. And so the focus is more on like the mindset and the energetics. Like we're going to talk strategy, of course, um, but it's really about rising together in a way that feels like we're we're working with the universe in a really intentional way to reach that next level. Amazing. I think those smaller containers are so, so powerful. So I am excited to hear what comes of that for all of the women that are in that program. Awesome. Awesome. And I will link all of everything that Kelly mentioned in the show notes. So you can go ahead and follow her on Instagram, go listen to her podcast. And one last question that I love to ask all of uh, my guests on the podcast, Kelly, is what does the word magnetic mean to you? Ooh, I just got like a super like yummy visual... (laughs) of like someone like I'm such a visual person I feel like I'm seeing like this person who's like gold colored and there's all these like energetic like tentacles coming out from their body and they're just magnetizing the most epic experiences to them like just calling them in just through their energy just through their vibration oh my gosh I love that visual I'm a visual person too so that's really (laughs) really cool awesome well thank you so much for being on the show Kelly and everybody that's listening make sure you take a screenshot of today's episode tag us both on Instagram and make sure that you check out the show notes so you can go follow Kelly and all of the places. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun.